So let me give you the insider tip of what I'm doing in my own gardens. I've got some large, luscious gardens. You go by our house, you go, oh, those folks might own a garden center. And we do. And we know how to take care of plants. And we we love to sit back and just enjoy our gardens. There's this, the garden, the act of gardening is therapeutic uh, for, for me, especially. I, I get so stressed out. I got so many deadlines. This phone is always going off. It's ridiculous. So I leave it behind. I go outside, I start to garden, and I just lose track of time. Pretty soon, several hours have gone by, and I'm going, I just feel better. But in addition, there's some gardening tasks, some tips, some things that we do that really brings out more. It's not just putzing around, talking to butterflies. It's not just trimming, giving haircuts, but it's actually nutrients and some things Some things that we do. It's Gardening has half timing. This is one of the, the, the most significant time to fertilize or feed everything in the yard. Everything in the yard, every single plant, every perennial, all the grass, all the roses, all the evergreens, the natives, everything, every living plant in our yard gets 744 all-purpose plant food. It's a special fertilizer I put together two decades ago, forever ago. It's the number one seller we have at the garden center. It's got a following, but it really works because it's organic. Every time you get some rain or some, some moisture or some snow from now through winter, it's going to release a little food. So that plant is going to pick that up. And that's what it's going to use to form next spring's, uh, let's say, candle growth for pine trees. You'll get, you get more elongation, a longer needle on your pine trees, your, 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 your junipers, your Arizona cypress, cedars, all those things. Evergreens, it's critical. They need this in the fall. Fruit trees. They really need a fruit tree food. So I didn't make a fruit tree food. It's, it's actually it's 6447. It's got 7% calcium in this blended fertilizer. So we make our own. It's like a cookie recipe. A fertilizer is like a cookie recipe. And you, you tweak it and you, you kind of change it. And eventually the plants go, whoa, I really like these. And I'll take some more. And so with that Calcium is what brings out larger uh, peaches, larger fruits, bigger flowers, more fragrance. That's It's picking up calcium. That's what makes them stronger. It also has sturdier limbs. There's a lot of benefits that, that plants pick up with calcium, but it's got 6% nitrogen, 4% phosphorus, 4% potash, and 7% calcium in this pelletized fertilizer. So for my edible things, grapes, figs, pomegranates, apples, pears, peaches, just anything that's formed of blueberries, give it fruit waters, fruit tree food. Everything else gets all-purpose food. It's a cottonseed 744. It's cottonseed meal and bird guano and some other iron, sulfur, and some stuff, but it really works. It's pelletized, put it in my hand spreader, and I just go out in the yard and I make the plants happy. Everything gets fertilized by the end of this month. I can't emphasize that enough. That's what I'm doing in my yard, and I'm encouraging you strongly to do the same. And for the love of gardening, stop using synthetic fertilizers. That stuff is killing us. It's picked up. It's going down to the water source. We're going to drink that stuff eventually. So it's too water-soluble. And so if we're all drinking groundwater, you just, if you're, in, if you're out in the county, you've got your own well, for, don't use chemical fertilizers. Stop poisoning. Don't do that to yourself. Use organic foods. The plants will pick up more of the food. It's healthier for the plants. It's healthier for the worms, the birds, your pets, and it's healthier for you.
or it's just emphasize that enough that we only sell organic fertilizer, all natural fertilizers here at the garden center. And the only way we could do that is if we made them ourselves, because you, it's so hard to find them out there. They just aren't a standard. No one has made organic plant foods easy to use, but we have, because that's kind of my thing. I just like, I like to, I sit down and I try to bake up new recipes for fertilizers. What makes my plants happier? When I find one, I kind of go, oh, look at them. That's amazing. I'm going to package that up and help my customers do the same thing. And that's kind of the fertilizers we have here. And so they kind of all-purpose plant food, 744, and fruit and, and vegetable food, 6447. But you need to do that now. And I had mentioned earlier, uh, things that bloom, either I'm trying to bring, I'm trying to bring the the color out in them. So let's say a brighter, uh, brighter uh, rhododendrons, a brighter hydrangeas, brighter lilacs, forsythia, all those, all those blooming trees, red buds, crab apples, uh, purple leaf plums, all of these things, I, in addition to just the regular old food, if you don't know what to do, just do the food. But if you're a true gardener and you want really bright flowers and a lot of them, in addition, what I do is I'll get a bag of super phosphate. At the same time, I'm fertilizing everything. It doesn't matter the order. Just get them on the ground. They're going to do their work through the winter. So all-purpose food, I put it down there. And then I'm, in addition, my blooming things, I'm going to give them some superphosphate. It kind of looks salt and peppered underneath. I put it where the drip line is. You're not putting all this stuff right at the trunk of the tree. It's out toward the drip line. So, so the outer branches of any given plant, that's called the drip line. That's where all the feeder roots are. There's no real, there's no roots that can pick up nutrients and water right at the trunk. Those are just big old anchoring roots. If you if you pull up a tree and you look at the roots, it's just got a real barky. It's just there to keep it upright, keep it in the wind. It's just not going to blow over. But the feeder roots, the ones that pick up the food and the water, they're right out there at the drip line. Focus out there. That's where the food, the nutrients, and the superphosphate goes out to. So if you if your lilacs just did not bloom as well as you remembered last year, give it superphosphate, and it will be a game changer. For that plant. If you had some beautiful red buds or the crab apples were bright red years past, but now it's kind of, they just didn't bloom as well. Super phosphate. It will make a difference. Fruit trees, really? 018, 018, 0. It's 18%. That, that phosphorus, that's what brings out flowers and fruits. Give it more of that. My gosh, you're going to front load that thing and just be over the top. So superphosphate, I use quite a bit of it. If you think of it, really what superphosphate is, so so the all-purpose plant food is like the steak and potatoes. Oh, I want to sit down and have a meal. Oh, I feel full. And then uh, the superphosphate is kind of a, it's kind of like a snack. It's like a Snickers bar. It kind of picks up and goes, whoa, I'm liking this. I think I might take another piece of that. I, was, I love that superphosphate. So I'll give my, my, my flowering plants kind of a handful every six or eight weeks. And it's nonstop riotous color, fragrance galore. So roses get, just get bigger and brighter. So superphosphate's a game changer. And then for my evergreens, all my evergreens, whether they're blue or not, they seem to like aluminum sulfate. And so I'll get a bag of aluminum sulfate. That's the name of it on, on the shelf. It's kind of now we're really, now we're into fertilizer like 501. We're, we're deep into this. But if you've got, Colorado blue spruce, Arizona cypress, blue cypress. If you've got uh, uh, Wichita blue junipers, if it has the word blue in it, it needs aluminum sulfate because it's picking up the aluminum 
to coat the green foliage in blue. That's not really, the, the plant itself is not blue. It's just secreting this, this aluminum coating. It gives it this illusion, gives it this glow-in-the-dark kind of bright silver color. And so if you don't replenish that, uh, usually in the fall of the year, this is the time to do that. If you don't replenish that, they'll naturally lose that luster. They don't look as healthy today as they did two years ago. What's going on? It's aluminum sulfate. And so I just, you hear this written up for hydrangeas. Uh, you hear hollies. You go, oh, it needs aluminum. It's a common thing, but we don't grow a lot of those, those kind of plants here. But we have a lot. I mean, Colorado spruce grows wild here. It's just a native of Spruce Mountain. It's right, right outside of Prescott, Arizona. So we've got lots of spruce on the, on the hillsides. They really do like aluminum sulfate. We need to focus more in the Southwest on giving the evergreen plants that, not just the shrubby kind of stuff, not just the rhododendrons, azaleas, uh, hydrangeas, and hollies, but our evergreens like pine and spruce and fir. So all my evergreens get aluminum sulfate. All my blooming things are getting super phosphate and then everything in the yard, just a food of some sort. With that being said, for you folks with brand new landscapes, I just put them in the last, let's say year. They're new. I just want them to be bigger. I wish they were bigger. I wish they were more mature. For you, I'd say fertilize them. And then your your secondary thing would be uh, humic, humic acid. Humic is like, gets things to root out faster. Get more roots on them. You'll get, they'll take up more of that fertilizer. You get more growth next spring. Do those two things for you. Anyway, time to fertilize. That was the point. That's just how I do it. Hopefully that helped you a bit. Got more. I'll be right back after this. 